And then I'm gonna make them sue me. Please, Monroe. Hello and welcome to a normal episode of Calling Monroe. I'm joined by my funny little friend here in Iceland, Guyon. Guyon, how do you feel? I'm good. Are you feeling? Are you feeling healthy? Uh, no. Nice. Are you feeling up for talking about something other than deep and heavy stuff? Yes. Should we do it with or without Monroe? Monroe is fun. Is he fun? Okay. I feel like I haven't spoken to you guys properly in so long because we keep doing all this other shit. We keep doing special episodes and guest episodes, but maybe not. Should we just have a good old-fashioned chat? A normal calling Monroe. Yeah, just a, just a couple of bros talking. When you need a bro... I don't know more of the text. Uh, when you're in a need of a bro. Yeah, there's one thing that you're... Will make your heart start to glow, and that's calling Monroe. Calling Monroe, yeah, that's calling. What's up, folks? Hey, 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 hey Monroe. Hey, hey. Hello, Monroe. Hello, good young. How's everybody? Very good. I had a good weekend. I'm currently naked. I've got a nice lolly. Life is good. Are you serious? Yes. Jesus. I've got man. you know those Again. little mil- the little milk sticks. No, Why? I don't. Oh, maybe I they're made more of a British institution, stick. but they're little and delicious. Is it made of custard and what's it? Vegemite? No. That's custard, custard and Vegemite. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, yeah. My milk stick's made of custard and Vegemite. <laughs> Wait, say, say, describe the milk stick again. What is it? Little and delicious. That's what she said. Yeah. No, okay. Did she? Uh, yeah, I, I just I, every time something that's like said, I'm just like, oh, my mom listens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. Uh, my parents listen. I th- I'm pretty sure. At least my dad. My dad's relatively up to date. Uh, I don't know about my mom. No, my mom. She said, my mom said uh, it was too disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's, that's so reasonable. What? Yeah. Well, she said like there was a specific episode. I don't I don't really know which one where we were talking about gross shit, and she. Uh, she just turned it off and never, never went back. I don't think my parents have listened to any episode. Are you serious? Yeah. Do they not love you, or are you not trying to get us out there? I don't know. You know, if your dad, <laughs> your either. dad regularly does TV interviews. If your dad just for once went on one of those and said, "Hey guys, check out Calling Monroe." That doesn't sound professional. <laughs> Who cares? I so let's talk about this. Uh, being professional is an important. <laughs> it's important when you are in a TV interview because of your profession. You have Maybe. to be professional. I I I ponder this sometimes because I come on the wards in the morning and sometimes I'm singing or having a little dance and it doesn't always go down that well. Um, and then mm. I'm I'm just be like, oh, am I am I wrong or is everyone else wrong? You know. Yeah, you're sure. allowed I to think be it's... dancing. You're allowed to yeah. dance. I don't. Well, I don't know. You're a doctor, so it really depends. Like, if you're going in with a certain joie de vivre, and you're talking to someone who has like 12 hours left to live, it might be a little callous. 
<laughs> no, maybe that's exactly in, what the person needs. Maybe that's exactly what that person needs. Is it? Dancing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Just like a, a doctor coming doing this like flute that ooh thing. Pat Adams. Yeah. I was having a little bit of banter with some of my sick patients today, but I feel like how they, sick they were enjoyed they? it. Yeah, but how uh, sick? They were they were sick. Were, were they between, dying? Between seven and thirty-two. How sick were they? <laughs> I'd, I'd put them at a sort of a, a 24, 25. That's not that. Okay, okay, okay. I'm talking about people that are like, that are close to the end. People that like. Have 12 uh, hours yeah, left like, to live. Yeah. Like people that are desperate. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah. Perhaps we'd uh, avoid the old, the old dancing with them. Mm. I still think like when you have 12 hours left, you're not thinking of anything. You're probably uh. out of the world. Out of this world, most of the time. Yeah. If you're in a palliative care, what's it called? I like the idea, if I had 12 hours to live, I like mm-hmm. the idea that I'd be having a laugh. But yeah, yeah. that's maybe a lack of perspective I mean, from I my mean, fortunate position. I, I mean, if so. you're having a cardiac arrest 12 hours before, it's likely that you're laughing. I mean, same as every moment in your life. Uh, likely or unlikely? The same amount likely as every moment in your life. Oh, right. If you're, you're saying if you're going to randomly die of like, Sudden cardiac death. Oh, yes. I see. I see. Then, yeah, the I mean, statistician yeah. in you. Yeah. But like, I'm thinking about like professionalism. I'm trying to think of an example of this. Uh, but I feel like people get hung up on this sort of shit where they're like, they want to maintain a certain image at work because it's like you got to be professional. Mm-hmm. And I like, I think it's done. Like at their office job, they want to like fucking. I don't even know. I was you teaching know. my colleagues about the jibber jab, so perhaps that wasn't in line with uh, what's keeping the a... jibber jab. What's, what is that? Not, how have you been friends with me for this long and never known the jibber jab? I don't know. I ruined someone's double date at the weekend with the jibber jab. <laughs> so the jibber, the, jibber, the jibber jab is where you uh, you put your hands together in the prayer position, and then you find and you wait patiently for the opportune moment when that person bends over. And then wait, you... you're talking prayer position like hands flat, hands flat like, together, uh, not like namaste. Yeah. Yeah. Namaste. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then you wait patiently for the opportune moment when their behind becomes apparent and obvious, and then you jibber jab mm. their butt. What does What does Tell that me mean? That you is. just is poke it, them in the anus. Poke them in the anus like, with with like your fisting, with your like fisting jibber jab shaped hands. Jesus, man, that's and sexual you, assault. And then that you shout bad. jibber jab. It's that jibber jabbing. So you can shout jibber jab and it's not a, a sex crime anymore? <laughs> then, then, then it's just quality banter. <laughs> <laughs> so you ruined it. How did you ruin a double date? Did you do this to the person you didn't know? No, I didn't. Uh, this is not necessary. So, so I had a few beers at this stage. I was walking How many along. beers? How many I, beers? I, I don't know. So, well, that was also it. The, it was 10 o'clock on a Friday and the place said that it was last orders, which mm. uh, that was a bit of an odd one. So we thought, two can play this game. We just ordered mm. five rounds there and then. And then we're walking away from the pub, going up the street, and there's this double date going on that I've crashed. And <laughs> wa- I'm walking along with one of the guys and, and one of my mates and the girl he's on the date with. And then we're, I was joking about the jibber jab. She, she then said, what's the jibber jab? To which I replied, bend over. <laughs> To which she then just walked away. We never saw her again. What? <laughs> but I feel like uh, at that stage, if she walked away at that, then she was probably looking for an excuse. That's what I tell myself anyway. I guess. Yeah, so. but okay. So uh, there's a few things I want to say. <laughs> that if number, she's, lo- she's looking for an excuse, no, she's looking for an excuse to leave. 
Uh-huh. That's probably also your fault. So you can't like make yourself feel better by saying you didn't fuck up that badly because but she was I looking for an excuse. Like my mate had a better night with me than he would have with her. I'd, hands down, hands down. Hands, is that what if like how do you know you can't know that for certain? I mean, we we laughed straight from about one a.m. till five a.m. Okay, full on, full on belly rumbling, giggling. He had a stretched muscle in his abdomen the next day. <laughs> but but see see. What to if be she honest, tickled him for hours? She could have tickled him for hours, but then I think he'd rather be tickled by me, to be fair. See, at mm-hmm. least to be honest, the jibber jab sounds abusive. Yeah. It sounds so, so not abusive. It sounds so playful and. and it does not sound like that. No, fun. It doesn't sound playful. No, it does not. So, a thing that I prefer doing, uh, and I'm a huge fan of this, uh, and it is, to me, it's playful, but it's also the worst thing. And it's. It's invasive and it's bad. And it's when somebody yawns and you just ram your finger into their mouth as yeah. deep as you can. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and it kills the yawn and it's weird and uncomfortable. So uh, this this has made me think of a skill of the week to do with... Uh, We've just the- given away two perfectly good free skills of the week well, right I've off got, the top. I've got a good one I'm going to keep till the end. Uh, oh, but it's 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 related, so we can we can uh, <laughs> we can hold off. Okay, I have I, a couple I other also, questions. I also have a good skill of the week. Nice. I have a few more questions though. Uh, mm-hmm. When you crashed yeah. this double date, uh-huh. did you know that there was going to be a double date before you crashed it? Yes. Okay. How drunk were you when you crashed the double date? I was sober when I arrived. Why did why, you do it? Why did you so, do that? Well, no, so so my my mates are, are, are like uh, a few guys have come down. And I'm good mates with with one of them, and I and I know the other two guys, and they'd come down for a climbing trip, but I hadn't managed to see them that much. And Friday night was the last night they were going to be here because they were going home Saturday, mm-hmm. and during the week they'd been on uh, Tinder and they'd managed to get themselves a double date, which in itself was quite funny because mm-hmm. um, they are, obviously were in the kind of the arse end of nowhere in Torquay. They were mm-hmm. then. They then found uh, a date in the town they were staying in in Totnes, and mm-hmm. the the they they found separate separate girls. But because it's Totnes, it turned out both those girls were best mates. Oh, um, mm-hmm. so they ended up going on a double date with them, and then they invite. And then I was like, "Oh, what are you guys up to tonight?" And they're like, "Oh, a double date, but come along." And then there was another guy who also came along, so it ended up being yeah. Okay, so they were at fault for that, basically. Yeah. Did you say Loch Ness? <laughs> no, at, at no point did he say Loch Ness. But what's also quite cool is you're you're, oh, you're Scottish. You could say it at a time. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't mention on uh, on the Duchenne episode, unfortunately, that uh, with this disease comes your incredible ADHD <laughs> and your total, right. in, total inability to focus, <laughs> which is highly conducive to a podcast, wouldn't you say? <laughs> What's oh, also quite Lord. cool, though, is four boys went on, a, on the night out and woke up in three separate towns. Jesus Christ, that's like from a movie. Yeah. Fuck. It would be a good movie. It, it was a good night. It, it, it good reminds night. me of a movie called Hangover. Went to bed oh, at 7, yeah. p- 7 p.m. the next day. You went to bed at 7 p.m.? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said you'd woken up at 7 p.m. on the No, Saturday. no. We went, we went to bed at 7 p.m. the next day. Oh, my God. I have a friend who... Uh, he went out on a Friday night with his work yeah. for like a work night out, you know, restaurant or whatever. Uh, he came back Sunday afternoon, <laughs> pissed drunk, 
with <laughs> nice. like a bunch of money in his pocket that he didn't know where it came from and then he found out later he won it at the casino oh, nice. <laughs> and he just hadn't slept it was insane but this is on par with that i guess think about this one thing i was thinking about here can you say that every moment in your life that you're awake that you sh- fell asleep and woke up at the same time what <laughs> you don't He's... get that you don't get it go no. again can we say that at every moment in your waking hours mm-hmm. yeah in your whole life mm-hmm. you fell asleep and woke up at the same time i i don't get it like you mean you just Raggy fall asleep root? for t- for t equals zero yes but then you didn't fall asleep that's right so <laughs> it made sense for a second okay I'm glad we ironed that one out for you, though. That, was, that, was, <laughs> that could have, yeah, <laughs> meaty topic for the day. <laughs> I do yeah, have, a, I do have a bit of a meaty topic. Okay, yeah. I have one. I have one other thing I want to say oh, yeah. first. Yeah, nice. Um, we we are I all fighting, sympathize. fighting for the for the mic. I sympathize with these women because I mean, yeah, if I definitely. if I went on a date with some chick, I would first of all if it like. If the idea of a double date came up, I would be like, no. Unless, yeah, maybe if it was like my best friend, I might entertain it. But I'd, I'd kind of hate it. But fine. Uh, but if, if I showed up to this date and she brought like two of her other friends, I would fucking hate it. And then one of the friends then mentions the jibber jab. Yeah, one of the <laughs> friends is trying to, is trying to touch my anus. But in a, but in a, in a sort of playful way, not in a no, weird I mean, way. I mean, I mean, it's almost like fisting. No, <laughs> you're suggesting yeah. fisting. Yeah, you're suggesting basically double no, hand fisting. You don't, you don't penetrate the anus because they're wearing pants. It, it was no. I mean, what? even if they weren't paying, wearing pants, you have to go in with some force. Yeah. Well, I was discussing that. actually um, jibber jab uh, at work today, and someone was trying to work out if uh, someone had ever broken their finger whilst jibber jabbing, and how likely that was as an injury. But I did say that in my many years of experience jibber jabbing, I've never injured myself. Let me say, or anyone else, it's it's jibber jabbing something everyone knows what is. Yeah, the Japanese call it kancho. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Google this jibber jab. It just, uh, yeah, this absolutely does not come up. Jibber jabber. I think this is something. Is mon- it called jibber jabber? Like a Monroe thing. Jibber jabber. Talk in a rapid and excited way. Yeah, rapid and excited speech. That's the actual like definition of it. Even Urban Dictionary, the top hit is incoherent and unintelligible rap, rapid speech, uh, useless words, nonsensical talking. Yeah, a word made up by Mr. T. It n- Not even Urban Dictionary lists this. Well, where does this wrong. come from, Monroe? I don't know. It's something I've just always known. Jibber Are you jabber, sure it's not just but, something you made up? I, de- I have not made this up. This if I Google jibber jabber butt, it says jibber jabber the butt parps some witless witless shizdom. Sissy, you told you had to tell this girl that he was dating for this moment. You had to tell her what it is. So for some reason she didn't know what it is. So it's clearly not the general thing. But I'll tell you what is definitely a thing because it's got a Wikipedia page. It's uh-huh. Cancho. Uh-huh. How do you spell it? K-A-N-C-H-O. Uh, Kancho Master, the craziest game in Japan. Fair enough. It's a prank performed by clasping the hands together oh, in the shape of an imaginary gun. So they do it so just slightly different, two fingers. Right? Oh. And to poke an unsuspecting victim's anus. God, mm. often while exclaiming Kancho. But, but, but that, that is 
more like a fingering and less like a fisting. So here it says <laughs> on on the Wikipedia page, it says see also some video game and then school bullying, sexual assault, and groping. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> that that's a good reason Guys, for don't ruin Kancho for me. Ditching the date. <sighs> It's a good reason for ditching the date. Honestly, she she was right to ditch the date just because they invited two friends along to crash it. Like, yeah. I would fucking hate that. That that's actually the first reason. And the second reason is the friend mentions Jimmy Jab. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. meeting someone for the first time, mm-hmm. meeting their friends, their friends are always horrible. <laughs> Yes or no? <laughs> uh, yes. I feel like I feel like we added to the environment, the, to the ambiance. You know, we we were chatting away. I I understand your side of things as well, though, because I've been on your side, not like specifically, because I don't grope people like this. Um, but <laughs> I have been like the the rowdy dude who is probably so annoying, but it is so much fun. Mm. Like, yeah, you probably had a great time, and that's good, and I like that. Like we went to fucking we went to Slovakia with those dudes that I mentioned and we every time we go somewhere we're just horrible people. And it's so <laughs> it's so much fun. We're all like lovely individuals and then when we come together we're just the worst. Mm. It's lovely. This reminds me of one thing. Oh no it doesn't. You're just trying to say something else. <laughs> What? No. There's no way. Good young careful careful with whatever you're playing with right now. So so so. So what I'm gonna I do not know the English word for this institution. Okay. An institution that I fought with. You were fighting an entire institution? I'm fighting with a lawyer at oh, a certain you're, institution. You're being like me, you're learning. Excellent. I'm be I'm being Ragnar. Don't turn as bitter as Ragnar, that doesn't help anybody. It does. I'm not I'm not as bitter as him. So so see. So there is this I don't know what the name of it this institution is. It's called Pilastasjöður. It okay, means so the parking parking lot institution. It's an institution that works in the city. I was like, it says clearly in regulation number eleven hundred thirty, that if you have like this parking, this blue parking lot sign in your car that you can park in a handicapped parking space. Mm-hmm. I've never in my life heard a less clear description of a very simple concept <laughs> can you tell me tell me what the name is it, so you're, what you're saying is that there's a law that says if you have a handicap permit you're allowed to park without paying I'd never said that that's what you're saying though that's what I was going to say Ron. <laughs> he still hasn't <laughs> quite got there yet right? I, I hadn't really got there but that, that's, that's the law Okay, that's nice. what the law said Yeah. that if you have that P sign that blue P sign Yeah, for handicapped let's, let's parking. Repeat, yeah, let's re- reiterate what I said, mm. but longer. It wasn't quite clear enough when you said it, Ragnar. Yeah, I think it's best it. if Guzio okay. kind of goes over it okay. again. Yeah, but longer. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to start again. Should I start again? No, no. <laughs> don't start again. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, you're allowed to park without paying. But the thing is, Then yes, like on Saturday, I was like driving under the H and M, like the storage gig. And then he said, "It said on the on the sign, the blue wheelchair sign. It said you have to pay." <laughs> the thing is, I was like, by according to the law, I'm not supposed to pay. 
But I did pay. I didn't want any mess here. But what I did on the Monday morning, I was excited on the Saturday evening. I was like, I know this is illegal. I know this is illegal. I was so happy. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm going to have to call the institution and tell them they're breaking the law. <laughs> this this car parking house, it was like a house. And I was so yeah. excited. And then I called Monday morning. I called the police. The police says, <laughs> just like, oh, no, no. Call the, call the municipality of Reykjavik. Okay, I would call it. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to call them. I want to call the company that owns the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And I called them and they're like, no, 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 we're allowed to do this. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure you're allowed to do that. I'm going to call the municipal- municipality because you asked, you told me I should do that. I'm going to call them. And she's like, oh, do that. She's like sarcastic. <laughs> and I, I called them and I was like, I'm going to let you know that this company, Hapnar Turk, Hapnar Turk. Hapnar Turk, it's their blame. I'm blaming them, but okay. Mm-hmm. I called them and I said, like, Hapnar Turk is breaking the law. They have this sign. And then she said, the, the woman there, she said, I'm going to give you contact to a lawyer. I talked to uh-huh. the lawyer and I said, they're breaking the law. And the lawyer said, <laughs> this is illegal. They're allowed to do this. They're allowed to do this. What? They, they're allowed to... Do this. I'm saying this to for fourth time. So, and I was like, why do you say that? Because it's like some definition of a word that Galtskiltstad means like a parking lot you have to pay in mm-hmm. only refers to a parking lot outside, not inside a house. Oh. And I'm like, where is that definition? And then he said, wait, let me wait. Let me check it out. Then he hangs up. <laughs> he hangs up on me. And I'm like, oh, Fucking hell, I'm gonna call again. I call again. <laughs> and then I get a contact with the woman in the, ca- in the like, that answers the phone. She says, there is no one today to answer your questions. And I'm what? I just spoke to a guy 10 minutes ago. There is a lawyer working for you. And she was like, she said, what? He must have left. It was like 9.07. They opened the phone at 9 o'clock and he left <laughs> work at 9.07. And I was like, okay, he left work so early. Did he work for seven minutes or something? Like that? <laughs> and then I, I'm like, okay, I do, I won't contact him. And then I called the institution. Oh like, then, then I called the like organization of handicapped people that take the right, take care of their rights. Mm-hmm. I called them, and the lawyer there says like, I've been fighting them for half a year. Over they, this specific parking lot? No, just like, yeah, he knew it from there. But he's like, this institution of car parking, they claim this is legal. Mm. And I'm like, this is clearly not legal. I mean, the regulation is clear, the law is clear, and the EU regulation that is based on is clear. This is not true. This is just true, but like everywhere, I'm not allowed, I'm not supposed to pay if I have the sign. Anywhere. It doesn't matter where it is. And then the funny thing, when I was like, you must be able to ask answer questions for me. This woman that answered me in the second time. And she mm-hmm. was like, yeah. And I was like, why do you think this is? It's like, because how are we supposed to know the difference between if you're paying or not? And we have to lift this, what's this stick called that you... Oh, yeah, the barrier. It's like, how are we supposed to know that you're parking in that car- 
parking lot. And I was like, I do not care. You have to follow the law. Then I thought like, oh, hell. I contacted the news agency. <laughs> and, then, and I contacted them and said, this is happening. And then I was so excited that I called the company that I found out were doing this. And I told them, I'm just letting you know that you're wrong. I'm talking to this organization they agree with me. And then I said, you are greedy. You are Osvivith. I don't know that as English word. Uh, very disrespectful. naughty. <laughs> disrespectful, very naughty. <laughs> that they were, it's really bad of them. Almost like psychopathic. Like They're just greedy. And I said, I'm going to, I've already called a news agency to make a deal out of this. Nice. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, it sounds like I'm crazy guy whining about some shit. And I sent the letters at that parking lot institution today. Please describe to me why you think this is legal. Send me exactly why this is legal. And I waited the whole day and they didn't answer me. Nice. They'll probably get back to you within three to 12 business months. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure they do not know. <laughs> they do not know. Why, is le- why this is legal? The thing is, I've actually wor- worked for the government and most likely this is just probably some individual that said it once. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, he just said it. It's, this is legal. And then everyone say that. Yeah. Every lawyer, they're just like, yeah, of course, this is, illi- this is legal. And they do not really know why. They just remember that this person said it. It's probably just someone who it like has the classic Iceland, someone who is in a position to make the decision on whether it's legal or illegal or like get people to say it just happens yeah. to own a parking lot. So they yeah. just decide this. Yeah, I think so. And they kind of just is. like, so that the lawyer at this institution, he's like, yeah, this is true. And he doesn't really want to describe why. He just knows it is. I support you wholeheartedly. I think you should take it all the way to the Supreme Court. I mean, but the thing is, <laughs> I, I, I paid, and this cost, me, it would have costed me like 200 crones, which is like what? It's like a, just north of a one pound. pound. One pound. <laughs> <laughs> it would have costed me that, and I, I did pay it. But actually, this morning, I was thinking, I'm just going to go to the driving, driving plot, park there for 20 minutes, and drive out. I don't pay. And then I'm going to make them sue me. <laughs> <laughs> Ragnar, you are influencing this boy way too much. This is so, Gudjon. Stop it! No, it's wonderful. Jesus. He's being the he's being the change he wants to see in the world. Yeah, is that not noble? Is that not noble? This has been so fun. It's so fun to do this. The thing is, like, I love I love doing what you just did, and that like doing all the research and being one hundred percent right. But it's so annoying because you just you just land on some fuck who's like no, it's legal or whatever. And you're just like, it's not. And they're like, yes, it is. Bye. Yeah. Like, exactly. come on, man. The system's not set up for rogues like us. I mean, everyone are human. It's human mistakes. People just do mistakes. I mean, and actually in that email that I sent, I said like, you know that rules made by the municipality have to follow the rules and regulations made by this country. And they didn't answer me. <laughs> if there's one thing I've learned, it's that people don't enjoy answering those sorts of emails. I know. I know they hate it. <laughs> but it's still fun to make 
to send yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's so much fun. I love it. I I love it. Monroe, why do you hate it so much? Because it just doesn't like it makes you less happy and makes everyone less happy and it's just it's just But what if what if it what what if the law was changed? What if the law was changed tomorrow and this practice didn't go on? Then it's a good outcome to be fair. Well, there yeah. you go. But but the thing is, I do not really care if I have to pay or not. They have to follow the rules. The, the oh, law. So you're being so, lawful neutral. So no, the thing is, I don't mind. Maybe I have to pay, but they have to write it clearly. Whoa. <laughs> and also, also this story is going on for ever. And every chance, maybe I agree that I maybe I have to pay everywhere or nowhere. Just make it clear. I do not care to pay this 200 crones. It doesn't matter. But for some reason, the government thought 10 years ago, it was important to put it in the regulation. So Guion is uh, born in Sweden. So he <laughs> he retains this sort of like, <laughs> the rules must be followed sort of uh, attitude. Yeah, 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 to a certain extent. At least in this case, I get annoyed because the capital that owns this most expensive, like this is probably the most expensive place, lot in Iceland to build a house in. Exactly this house. This is downtown, exactly in front of like Harpan. You know this place. I do. But do you know what this reminds me of? <laughs> it reminds me of the fact that we have a voicemail. Nice. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> thank, you. Thank, just, you. thank you. Thank you. Can we also just thank any listeners that are still with us right now? Ragnar is going to edit this to make uh, it better. I I am 100% no. in Guillaume's court Yeah, Ragnar will be loving this. Yeah, I love <laughs> he's it. Got, he's got to edit it. to make. I'm going to edit it to make it longer. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, this reminds me of a voicemail from a, a certain someone. Speaking of double dates, speaking of dates, it's from a Kyle McFarlane. Oh, oh baby. Is it, is it the son of Seth McFarlane? It's, uh, it's his daughter. Oh. So he sends us a voicemail. Should we have a little listen poo? Yeah. Here we go. What's up, folks? Kyle McFarlane here, huge, huge fan of the podcast. Um, my question is quite similar to the death stats um, thing that Ragnar mentioned a couple of episodes back. Um, I've always thought it'd be kind of interesting if, uh, as a kind of an afterlife scenario, that you, um, when you die, you get taken to like a cinema and you get to watch your life back, but you can make subtle changes to it. So you get to see what your life would be like if. So, what would my life be like if I didn't have siblings? Or what would my life be like if I stayed with that girl from high school instead of, you know, moving on as whoever else or whatever? Or what would my life be like if I didn't spend that money on a Millennium Falcon Lego, I got <laughs> I spent it on something else? Or what would my life be like if I was comfortable naked? Or what would my life be like if I uh, never um, got with Mel and just stayed with Kyle after that one fateful evening? Hey, Monroe? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'd love to hear what you guys... Uh, what you guys would change if you were to look back at your life. So, so let's say you guys die um, tomorrow and you're in you're in this scenario. Um, what would you... You get one opportunity to watch something back. What would you watch? What would be the thing that you would uh, change and watch back? Thanks for the podcast, guys. Much appreciated. All the best. Man's so, got a sense of humor. Kyle coming through. Mm-hmm. So in oh, reference... the mountain lion. Oh, yeah. So, so in reference to last episode... Yeah. I think people know what I'm going to say. You're going to say uh, you want to see what your life 
would be like if you had a stoma. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think honestly, with modern modern advances, your life wouldn't be that different, man. If But I had Duke, a stoma. Duke, if you had a stoma, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Exactly what I was thinking. Okay, what were you like? Second place though. After that, what would you? What would you want to? How it would be to be professional marathon runner? Damn. Okay. See, that takes a lot of different boxes. What you've done is you've like, um, you've taken more than one step at a time, right? It's, this is more than one degree removed from your current life. Yeah. It's like if I said like, <laughs> I, I want to know what it's like to be a famous actress. Then like, not only am I famous, but I'm also an actress. Also, I'm female. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Monroe, what would you? I guess a big one for you, Monroe, is if you hadn't gone to university. <laughs> Fuck yeah! If I Or, if I hadn't tidied my room and found my acceptance letter to uni, where would I be? There's a lot of like little turning points in my life. If I hadn't like smashed my heels up, because that kind of changed my life in a lot of ways. I think when I when I smashed my heels up, I ended up spending a lot more time with Mel. Before I was part of like. Search and rescue, uh, search and rescue organizations at my weekends, and uh, I was on call oh, hi, with them. Oh hi, look, I'm Monroe. I'm so good to humanity. I'm a doctor, and I do search and rescue. It actually sounded like a lie. Yeah, I, I built a school in Malawi for chickens. I was trying to make a really profound point, be really open. I was trying to just say like, have a little bit of like seriousness, you know. What I was, you know, literally in my head, I was like, right, am I going to go with would my what would my life be like if I've never if I never knew what the jibber jab was, or will I go with some serious semi profound point? And I tried to be profound, and you wankers just shits on me. Yeah, go on, talk about how awesome you are. Talk about how amazing oh. you are. So I used to do a lot of that sort of stuff at the weekends and spend less time with how many Mel. people? Then, how many lives did you save? Uh, countless, countless, countless. <laughs> it, it was actually kind of sad. It was more body recovery than it was rescue in reality. Um, <laughs> but then I um, ended up spending a lot more time with Mel because of that. And then I realized, you know what? Spending time with Mel is actually pretty fun. Um, so since the accident, I haven't gone back into that sort of stuff, and I've been focused more on trying to like just do fun stuff with my time as opposed to do serious stuff that's going to kind of build my CV for the future and things. Monroe. Um, so you turned your back. So you broke your ankles. You realized that your girlfriend of many, many, many years was actually not shit company. No, so you decided, <laughs> come on, don't so you twist my to, words. This is true. And so you decided to do less for humanity. Uh, as a result of having finally realized that your girlfriend isn't terrible, you know what? If, if you wanted to put a negative slant on it, then yes, <laughs> that right. is that is one interpretation of the darkness. He realized she was the best thing in the world for him. Mm. There we go, Gudjon. There we go, my boy. So you would rather do what's best for you than what's good for humanity, <laughs> or I what's mean, good for Belly. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do what's best for us rather than what's good for humanity. I mean, it would be probably best for humanity if none of us ever had children. Oh, I sent you that link today. You did. You did. There was the, there's an organization for, what is it, the, the Voluntary Extinction of Humanity. Yeah, I saw this. Where they very genuinely advocate for people not having children so that humanity will die out. Well, they, like the way I read it, it was dying it would out. die out, but it was just that it would... It would Cut the number. It would do a bit of a Thanos and just cut the numbers massively. See, so the, see. The, their organization name has extinction in it. It does, see. doesn't it? I will tell you one thing that I think is really weird about this. 
the people you do, you that are already ready to do this, they're probably the people you want to exist, their offspring. And you probably do not want the pe- people that have 10 children and give, giving their stupid genetics. That are the people that are going to... Well, there's a, there's a flaw in your logic there and that mm. those people that you're speaking about are probably in the minority because the majority of people having multiple children are more likely to be from low-income countries where they just don't have access to a contraception rather than people oh. just oh, hammering out kids. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. But this, this organization is called the Voluntary Human Extinction Movement, so I feel like they probably want us to go extinct just based on that. If they so, don't, they should have picked a better name. Yeah, well, because the, the way I read it when I read it was that it was more cut the numbers, which we do need to do. Because like when Mel and I were talking about kids, we spoke about adoption a lot just because there are just too many folk. But mm. then we have decided to be selfish and probably won't adopt and probably will try to have our own kids at some stage. Oh, well then. Um, but they are right. Like, we do need to cut the numbers. Mm. Do we? Or do we need to optimize current uh, distribution? Yes. And both, consumption? But, uh-huh. Both, but... I think it's more likely and it will be easier to cut the numbers because rich people in well-off countries just have less kids. Anyway, so uh, what would you want? Can you give us your goddamn point about how you... Oh, so not breaking your ankles. That's the one, right? That's your what-if thing. Or uni was a good one as well, though. If I'd never cleaned my room out that summer and never found that letter that accepted me to uni. So I almost did the same thing as you where I... um, I only applied to go to the university in Aberdeen uh, in August. So really? I only decided to apply when things were like at Oof. clearing. So I had Oof. already uh, enrolled on this uh, semi-exchange sort of thing that was for uh, people at the final year of high school uh, or taking a gap year or in their first year of high sc- of uh, university. And it counted as like university credits. Uh, and my brother went on it because he was at university. Uh, and it was just like a six-month exchange to Vietnam to do some shit there. And I'd already mm. like applied for it and gotten accepted and all that stuff. So I was going to go with my brother to Vietnam for six months. Mm. But instead, I moved to fucking Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. So nice. that's a bit that's mm-hmm. a big what if for me. That is a big mm-hmm. old what if. So th- that's probably one that I would I would what if myself. But like at that point, you're just going to be watching someone else's life because. There's so much that change. Like, I think the little stuff would be more interesting where it's like, what if I hadn't, uh, I don't know, something. Well, I wouldn't, I don't know. I think it would be so different, but that's that. But I, but it would be so profound to you because it would be, it is just an alternative reality of what your life could have been like. And inevitably, you sit and ponder this sort of stuff anyway. There's so many different things, though, that would basically change everything. It's like, what if I, uh, on my first day in Aberdeen, I hadn't like gone to the party that I went to. I wouldn't have any of the same friends. Well, like I'd have some, but very few of the same friends. Yeah. Uh, and what if I hadn't like answered the phone then, and that wouldn't have hurt. There's like so. There's a like hundred million different things. If I would have never known you, yeah, I would have never known Monroe. That's true, yeah. and you wouldn't have had a podcast. I wouldn't have had this podcast. <laughs> well, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. Best best uh, voicemail yet. That's what I told him. I I answered. I've never done this. I don't think where I've no maybe I don't know. I answered him and I said best voicemail yet. Yeah. So, sorry to and all of our to previous Kyle's voicemails. Also, but. just had a little baby. 
So really, big up Kyle as a new parent. Maybe we, Damn. if we get the traveling mic, we can get him on as a guest. See if we can make that a thing. Yeah, absolutely. So that's this is uh, you've let the cat out of the proverbial bag. So yeah. What we're gonna do is we are uh, to broaden the scope of our guestdom. We are going to be having a sisterhood of the traveling mic, where we have a microphone traveling uh, between various guests. So we won't have to have a guest present with us. We'll be calling Monroe and another different human. What's more, Kyle mm -hmm. is such a committed listener. He listened to calling Monroe whilst he was in hospital when his child was being born. Really? Yeah. Damn. He's probably uh, because of me. What's his baby's name? Oh, don't make me look like a bad friend. Leon. Uh, Ragnar. It must be Ragnar. Probably. Oh, I don't know Kyle's baby's name. Uh, see, this is an interesting thing for the non-Icelandic people. Uh, listening, we don't name our babies day of birth. We name them like way later. What really? do you mean? I was named day of birth. Okay, but it's uncommon here. Is it? Yeah. What? Where have you lived, man? Where have you been? Yeah, it's uncommon here. People usually uh, name their babies when they're baptized, uh, or they have they name it sort of name them a s that similar amount of time later if they don't baptize. So people usually name their babies when they're like a month old or older mm -hmm. no a month yeah no way yeah i'd say that's better like you get some time to chill with your baby and see instead of like seeing some fucking blob and being like this looks like a a ronald like, yeah, but after a month i mean like, i don't feel like your name is relevant to your character it's not like you're I mean, calling your no, baby you like, can, like speedy gonzalez or something is it i think no. actually it's in the other direction like the name they give you might affect who how you are I had this discussion the other day, like whether nah, because uh, there's there's to a certain extent, to a certain extent. I don't think I wanna, I don't think I wanna say who I'm talking about, but there's a person uh, that I don't know, but is very uh, is in my life, and she has a very a very specific name that's very uncommon and like and indicates a very certain like alternative type, and she is exactly that type of person. So then it was like, oh, do you think the name like makes you who you are? But I think it's the fact that your parents would choose a name like that makes you more likely to become a person that suits that name because your parents are going to raise you to be that kind of person. Yeah. But who, who suits the name? Except for, um, oh, Johnny, have you heard Johnny Cash's song, A Boy Named Sue? Yeah. All about how his dad named him Sue when he was born and then buggered off. And then he meets mm -hmm. his dad years later. And he's he, he Sue, is the toughest son of a bitch that his dad's ever met and his dad's mm -hmm. all like see it's because i named you sue yeah mm -hmm. this happens in community when he's like maybe the best thing i did was to leave and then jeff gets really angry because he thinks he doesn't want his dad taking credit for this and doesn't want it doesn't want it to be a good thing but no like there are definitely names that are like that like you're just not really thinking hard enough like monroe like that's just it could be anyone but like if someone is called like speaker or who's called speaker that's not I'm, a name yeah but there's retarded names there's like people there's apple and stuff like this like that's a this is a name someone's mm -hmm. called that and you i'd can say be like, if you if you're called apple the fact mm -hmm. you turn out like an apple is more because your parents <laughs> are the kind of people who would call you apple that's, that's exactly that's the point i just made before uh, to turn right, out yeah. like an apple what does that mean like a human called apple not like a and so how would he turn out company? to be like an apple? Oh, it's like the people called Chanel and stuff, you know, it's like... What are they like? Well, they're just... <laughs> <laughs> the opener of our listeners are called Chanel. Uh, I don't know. The worst. 
Yeah, I think that, that was exactly the point. You tried to be all smug and make this your own point, but that was precisely the point I made before, is that it's more that your parents are the type of people to both name a person that and to raise a person that is like that. But you have a system in Iceland to stop this happening, don't you? You have to pick your name from a list. No, yeah. you, you, <laughs> your name has to be approved, but it like it, yeah. it's mainly to like conform to the grammar is the or the rules. Uh, or like okay. that you do not call your child like Hitler. Yeah, Hitler. or or like speaker. <laughs> <laughs> speaker. I don't know. That was the first thing I like looked up to find a stupid name, and there's speakers here. So I was just like speaker. Talari. How talari? How Oh Lord. Uh, you guys both have skills of the week, right? Yeah, I do yeah. I do not All remember right. mine. <laughs> Christ, what were we okay. talking about when we said it? I don't know. <laughs> Probably your story about the car park. That's been a good fifty percent of the episode. No, it was earlier. It was earlier than that. All right, Monroe, hit us up with your skill, and maybe Mon maybe Gucci will remember, but probably not. So this is one of my favorite games to play with Mel. You know, pull my finger. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I raise you one on that. Instead of oh. pull my finger, when you fart, just press someone's belly, so it looks like you're squeezing the fart out of them. Oh. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, it's, so it's, good. it's such a win. It's such a win. <laughs> so, has you have you ever done this to a person and they thought that they farted? No. Okay. Does that ever happen? No. Have you ever woken yourself up with a fart? Yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay. Good skill, man. Great skill. We were talking about like yawn rapes and cancho and stuff when uh, when, when this came up. The yeah. skill came up. It was not too stupid. It was like I was laughing in my head. I was like, ah, that's so funny. But it was like a horrible skill. Just imagine <laughs> something stupid at that time. It was the skill. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the fan favorite, Gwilion. <laughs> <laughs> this is he, and he is this. We actually got a lot of good feedback last week from uh, the... Yeah, Duchenne's episode. I think, oh, yeah? Uh, I, I got a lot of people messaging me saying that they found it quite moving and that they really enjoyed the openness of it. And, uh, yeah, it was a good episode. People enjoyed it. I Amazing. thought it was good. I thought it... I thought it. I thought it shed a lot of light. What's like a? It's a viewpoint that you wouldn't get elsewhere, like from other resources. You're never going to go on WebMD and get that. And also uh -huh. a viewpoint that every, like a lot of the questions that we spoke about and stuff, a lot of things are probably that like the questions everyone wants to ask a lot of the time anyway. Yeah, but we're just great. Never we're so like... good at we're so good <laughs> at being talking. <laughs> <laughs> good. God. Well, Gwilion, do you have any parting words for us? Should I have the 76 word quote? Probably or not. The 19 words quote. I'm going to go for 19. Oh, it is 19 words. I randomly said 19. Oh, nice. I'm so good. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on today, Gudjon? It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. I saw 19 words and I was like, oh, it feels like 19 words. Oh my God, I was right. <laughs> Tell us the core already. <laughs> Whatever you do will be insignificant. But it is very important that you do it. Because nobody else will. Who do you think said that? Uh, Winnie the Pooh. No one else than Mahatma Gandhi. 
Oh, was, shit. I was thinking I was of Gandhi. I'm going to guess Ford. Gandhi, just generically. <laughs> what? Isn't Gandhi who said that, like, be the change you want to blah, blah, blah? I mean, Gandhi yeah. just said a lot, didn't he? Yeah, he said, you can't he said handle me things. at my worst. You don't deserve me at my best. I mean, through every all the years he lived, he must have said many things. Mm. So quotes, just, I just want to, so there's all these quotes by people. Like, did people just get up on a fucking box and say something they thought was profound? Or is it always taken from some context? I think it's like out of context. Is it always taken from like a speech or a book or something? Yeah, I'm always, pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's not like Albert Einstein article. didn't just like walk out into a square and be like, what's up, bitches? And then people were like, oh, nice. This was by Albert Einstein. Uh-huh. No, I, and okay, then cool. I have another, another parting, parting word that you've never heard before. Okay. It's like, see, be mm-hmm. kind. Oh. Uh, Monroe, do you have any parting words for us? A Big up Kyle and Kasha with a new baby. I'm very sorry, I don't know the What's name. What's the baby's yo, guess? I don't guess. know. Do you know the? Do you know if it's a boy or a girl? Boy. Nice, dude. Yeah. Well <laughs> done. Yeah. Uh, and send us your voicemails. Yeah. Send us. Send us more. Calling Monroe. Don't be intimidated com. by the uh, high caliber one that we got from the mountain line. Yeah. This is the first voicemail where we haven't either. Uh, no, we gave you shit for your answer, so that's fine. Yeah. Okay, so that's fine. Uh, yeah, send us shit at uh, com. Keep messaging us on Instagram. We like you people. <laughs> and uh, keep sending us yeah stuff. Follow us on Instagram. Send us shit. Uh, yeah, just keep on trucking, everybody. Goodbye, folks. Bye-bye. You're feeling low. need of a bro. There's one thing that makes your heart start to glow. Calling Monroe, calling Monroe, calling Monroe, calling Monroe, I'm calling Monroe.